What is going on, everybody? And welcome to another Those Guys You Hate mini sesh. Tyler, what do they do? Same as always, Ryan. Same as always. Living life and shit. You know, I know that the rule is shit's hard out here for a pimp, but can we just extend that out to everybody at this point? Is that a rule? Shit's hard out here for everybody at this point. Uh, Bill Gates. Probably not. Shit's hard out here for the majority of us, right? Shit's hard out here for a pimp, but not for Bill Gates. Yeah, but I'm not a pimp, but shit is hard out here for for me. And yeah, mine. that's okay. Yeah. Well, you, in my mind, you are a pimp, Tyler. And you, Ryan? speaking of pimps, this week's story, because of mini sessions where we go back and we chronicle something that is hopefully interesting. I treat my ladies with respect. That is true. You use the back of your The hand. back of my I, And I'm impressed by that. Uh, this story this week is about something that I talked about on the last episode. We ran a little bit long, and this week I'm going to be talking about somebody who isn't a pimp, and I don't mean somebody who sells women's bodies. I'm talking about the way, you know, how kids, do kids still use the term pimp? Like, what's up, pimp? I don't think so. I'm bringing no. that back. I, I think the only people who use what's up, pimp, are literal pimps. I, I brought back players successfully. Let's see if I can bring back pimp. You ready, pimp? <laughs> Now, <laughs> it actually flows quite well from you. Better than player, you know, that's for sure. Uh, yeah, because you don't nail the A all that well. The, I go hard R. The, the, yes, you do. I do. The, the, the P is you nail it. Pimp. Pimp. You, you nail it. You know, uh, let, me, let me talk to no, you, No, pimp. no, 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 no. What? You're done nailing it. What? You're done nailing it. So, um, God, it's like a minefield with you. I'm nailing it like Pontius Pilate, Tyler. I don't get the reference. It's a Bible joke. So here's the thing. This week, I had, you know what? I'm going to do the bartender confession sound just because I have it. I made it. I'm going to use it. And it's a good is, sound. And this is something that happened to me while I was at the bar. As I'm sure everybody can understand, uh, being a bartender, it's a it's a crazy experience because you're, you're experiencing people in their highest moments, mm-hmm. literally, mm-hmm. in their lowest moments and everything in between. And the, the filter that is usually there between you and the public, uh, often that barrier comes down pretty quickly. How so? What do you mean? Well, just once you've imbibed a couple of alcoholic drinks and you get comfortable, especially if you've seen this person a handful of times, you stop putting on that brave face of society, as it were. Yeah, absolutely. They're the As you said, the walls come down and you f- don't feel the need to impress the other so much anymore you're not so i I wish some of that would come back (laughs) you're not let's bring it back right much like pimp (laughs) let's bring back some you know decency in front of me is that is that cool with everybody i I think what you're describing is shame bring back shame so you don't do this stuff anymore let's make america shameful again tyler make shame cool back in the 1950s when people were secretly gay and they didn't want to tell anybody about anything going on in their house and they committed suicide and a much higher rate. Life was more enjoyable. <laughs> you're, a, you're a sick man. Except for that specific person, the rest of us were happier. You're a sick man. Yes. Oh, so, oh, you mean except for all those millions of specific people? Yeah, but Tyler, I'm a white man. <laughs> Think, not, who's not gay, thankfully. No, well, yeah, still I out. still live in some 1950s kind of <laughs> nomenclature. All right, let's get into the mini session. And this is a weird one. There are some triggers in this one. Oh boy. I, I, just, a, just a heads up. It's it, it almost makes no sense. This is the Salvador Dali mini sesh, and we're going to get into it with a bartender confession. Bartender confessions. My question is, is why does somebody go to a bar and order a soda? 
And what are you doing? Why are you whispering, yeah. sir? Are you okay? Yeah, yeah. And, I, you, and you don't have to classify it as a confession. You can just talk to me. How do you know that's not a beer? Because what beer sizzles like that when you open the top? Tyler. Fuck you. Considered <laughs> <laughs> it. That's a confession. That was really smart, pimp. So uh, let's start this story with last Friday night. I'm working with Tiffany, who we're not allowed to mention her name. Gotcha. And behind we, the scenes, Tiffany. Behind the scenes, Tiff. And mm. we got to keep her that way, Tyler. It's very important. <laughs> so I'm working, and uh, Friday night's very busy, as everybody expects. And uh, a man who I have never seen before comes in with what I find out later is his sister. Okay. okay. Yeah. Now, the thing about this guy. Uh, siblings hanging out. Is that is that what it looks like? It's, uh, I mean, the, genuinely, and we'll get to more of this. Wow. As we go forward mm-hmm. here. The sister looked just mortified. Like, she looked like, man, I've made some serious mistakes here. Oh, you mean just being there with him? She was so the opposite of what he was, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, okay. okay. So these two come in and they sit down. Now, this guy, immediately, very chatty. Mm-hmm. Very chatty, not just with me, but chatty with everybody else, which is which is totally fine. Like like a nervous chatty, almost like fear of silence, where you just got to keep the uh, some kind of conversation. It going. is great that you say that because mm-hmm. that is exactly how I would classify yeah. it. And, and yeah. you know what? I've got some of that too. Oh, absolutely! I, I will fill up the space. As do I. Sure. So this guy is just talking about God knows what. And uh, let me clarify here on the front end: no big deal. You deal with that all the time. Uh, bars call those type of people out. Well, I was gonna, but I was gonna say you're a bartender. That's like it comes with sure. the territory. It's like being an NBA player and hearing booze. It's just part of the job. And as a bartender, it's like you know, serving booze. So the deal is, is that person? Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. You, we could edit it out. What do you want me to do? No, no. I want you to sit in that shame. Our dad calls it booze. <laughs> so, so. Uh, <laughs> I think that like a moth to a flame, I think the bars call that sort of person because as a person who has part of that is, you know, that's part of my personality, that's very uncomfortable. You talk like that when you're uncomfortable. Alcohol, at the very beginning, brings some of those shields down. You know what I mean? Yeah, and you also have that tool at your disposal at all times. And not only that, you can even bring up the conversation of that tool. While you're sitting there at a bar, you can literally have a conversation about the thing that relaxes you. Which is? Alcohol. Oh, okay. Where you can order order a drink at any time. You always have it right there to keep the flow of of that ease coming. And you can literally talk about the thing you're using to relax Two people. Don't talk to me about alcohol at a bar. Like, wow. I, I, I mean, sure. Well, I, and I'm glad you said that. Actually, that's perfect. That leads me into the next part of the story. Oh my God. How many times have I heard? Oh, oh, that one up there is so much better oh, than that uh, one over there. Uh, we get it. Let bro. me stick my finger in there and smell it. I know. Now, what? Here's the thing this guy, and here is a red flag in any of these scenarios. He kept mentioning to me, oh, I'm a bartender. Yeah. I'm a bartender. Yeah. What is the need to go into a bar and say, ah, oh, I'm a bartender? I, I guess maybe you would do that in any occupation. If you're a barber and you're getting your hair cut, you mentioned that you're a barber, I guess. Well, you, I would imagine you let the other person know, hey, I'm part of the club. Yeah. Like, I know. I know what, the secret handshake. I know what you're. There's a secret handshake? Oh, yeah, yeah. Shit. It ends with me <laughs> stabbing you in the thigh with clippers. <laughs> yeah, and it's just, it is letting them know, hey, we're on the same team. But. I it don't is, trust those it, people. Well, it is wary when they feel the need to say it multiple times. You let me know once, cool, bro. I got you. 
When you have to tell me eight times, now I'm a little I, worried. It doesn't change the way that I feel about you. And it's in the same echelon as people who are like, I'm a good tipper. You're not a good tipper. Good tippers don't have to tell you they're good tippers. They just leave a good tip. And then when you're gone, I now know you're a good tipper. <laughs> you don't need to tell me, dude. I got you. I will see your tip. Yeah, it is worrisome when somebody has to let everybody know who they are as a person. I, I want to fix just bartending etiquette. I, I Like, I really, from doing it for so long, I hey, when you're done with your plate, don't push it to the seat next to you. Mm. You're an asshole. Mm. That's the, you've now made your plate somebody else's problem. But I digress. I'm sorry. My my anger for this man is now spilling over to plate pushers. I was going to say, because I think you have made every plate pusher this man now. I think you have singled him out as the um, the focus of your ire on behalf of every piece of ire you have collected over Well, the it's years. like that woman at the pool party just became l- so, uh, look, I understand whoa, how this whoa, all thing no is. Names. We're going to bleep that. No names with negativity. We're going to bleep that because a, a, a judge is going to use that one day in court. Really will. So these guys are here for such a short period of time. They have a drink. They're on their way to a movie that it barely even registers me. No big deal. Mm-hmm. So they leave. I continue on with my tending of said bar, Tyler. Man walks into a bar. So. And tends it. At 11 o'clock is when we close. Literally. I remember this. It will be burned into my medulla oblongata for as long as I live, if that's how medulla oblongatas work. If you burn them, they do. At 10.57, how'd you get that <laughs> cartering iron in there? So at 10.57, this man walks in yeah. with his sister. Three minutes before, if you walk into a place before it Literally. closes where somebody has to serve you, Literally. wait on you, yeah. you're a dick. Don't even do that at McDonald's. Like, it's just not a nice thing to do, but- if you're going to a place where you want to sit down and have a vibe of relaxation, which is what a bar is, a bar isn't, hey, let's drink as fast as we can and get the hell out of here. Well, maybe it is for some people. I was going to say, how do you do bars? Yeah, I mean, I'm going to be there in 10 minutes, have the shots waiting. <laughs> so, you know, you want to relax. You want to talk to the people you're with. You want to let the alcohol flow through you. You want to enjoy yourself. So I am, as I'm sure you can imagine, red hot. I am, I am thoroughly displeased. The woman that I'm not allowed to mention, her name's Tiffany, uh, she immediately tells the guy no. I am hesitant to tell people no when the place is actually open. I don't want that to come back to me. It looks bad, but I am going to tell you no with my eyes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you no with my flared nostrils. Sure. I'm going to tell you no with my movements that will be stiff and angry, and my, my hairstyle is going to get angry. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've been around me when I'm uh, displeased. Yes, you raise your cackles, and sure. you and you uh, you could feel it in the air. I emit it. However, the problem is, is that you are in a bar. You are around all kinds of negative energy. It gets it gets displaced, and you are basically the girl that goes, no, 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 no. no. no listen, it was 1057. There was one other table in there, okay? Mm-hmm. There was table one was sitting there a man and a woman finishing up so it's not like it was a raucous crowd and he couldn't tell it was just us okay and and behind the scenes tiffany told him no right what did you say don't say what you did with your body language what did you say with your mouth and words i went like this look at me i'm like 
Really? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, don't worry, man. I'm going to tip you really well. I'm going to leave you 20%. That's what the man said to me. Mm-hmm. The bartender. He's a bartender. Tell yeah. I mention that? Yeah, yeah. No, that's really important to the story. He's a bartender. He knows how it works. That's obviously why he's walking in three minutes before you close. And he's telling me he's a good tipper at the same time. I mean, red flags are just falling out of this guy's pocket. Well, how else would you bribe your way in? No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. I tip like shit. Yeah, 20% though is, I mean, this, it, the, the average tip, isn't it, it? It lets you know that he's actually not a good tip. I don't, I don't trust anything that's happening here. So I Well, digress. it's already happened, right? <laughs> so <laughs> this guy is now sitting there. I have now served him his drink angrily, and now I'm cleaning angrily. Did, like, you, did you let a little bit of the drink spill when you put it down in front of him angrily? No, I poured it out. <laughs> I looked him in the eyes and poured it out. <laughs> I got to clean yeah, this later, but yeah, it's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so he sits down, and I hear him going back and forth with his sister. Now, I do put together in my mind, wait a minute. These people went to a movie like an hour ago. Like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this person doing back here? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They just got the spark notes of the movie. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Like, honestly, I have somewhere to be. Uh, Tom Hanks, could you hurry it up? He's he's in Doctor Strange, right? Definitely part of the Marvel Universe. I hear he's playing <laughs> Iron Man. I'm so excited. So, so he's there, and he goes, excuse me, sir, sir. And Ugh. I turn around angrily. Ugh. You know what I mean? Because did your shoulders raise as you did it? Did your shoulders immediately go up and then you turned like a frightened uh, or like a frightening butler does? Yes, sir. You rang. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I'm saying this like I'm proud of it. I'm not proud of it. I would like to be able to contain my emotions. Life happens, bro. You know what I mean? Like you're not always going to get exactly what you want and you can't be a dick about it. Uh, different terminology. It's not contain your emotions. It's just be okay with them as they come up. We don't contain our emotions. Don't do that. Tyler, you are, I, I'm really glad you made that, that assessment. What you're saying is 100% true. I have just gone through this breakthrough, uh, depression index out of nowhere mm-hmm. where I am learning to just feel it and be okay with it instead of like, no, you're not supposed to be feeling this. Yep. You got to let it pass. Yeah. You got to let it go through, like literally go through you. Like a stone. Uh, yeah, I would have said like water. Papa was a rolling stone. You think that's what they were talking about? You're just going to keep hitting puns until you wear me out? Yeah, I think you, so. You win, buddy. I think so. <laughs> you win at it's, life. It's punishment. <laughs> Damn it, that was good. <laughs> Damn it. How does he always <laughs> win? That's bullshit. So, um. You get me to smile, you win. Yeah. It's unfair. If you want to skip forward 30 seconds over and over <laughs> until this episode is done, I get it. So he calls me over and I can see that they're in the middle of a heated exchange, not fighting, but you can tell there's some tension there. And he's like, excuse me, sir, sir, do you know what code Adam is? Mm -hmm. And I do to some degree. I've never heard it used in this tense. But Tyler, do you know what code Adam is? I don't. Okay, well, you do, because I've told you this Well, story. I was going to say, we've actually spoken about this, and sure. I've already forgotten what it right. is. This is never going to take off, dude. Well, Adam Walsh, and I th- uh, we can review. I think I have this right. Adam Walsh is a kid from our hometown okay. who was picked up from our hometown mall, which was literally a mile from our house, Adam Walsh, All right. and he was taken, and he disappeared. It was huge. In my mind, it was when the world lost its innocence in those terms. Hmm. It is the thing that made me realize like, Hey, you could be taken at any moment. You know what I mean? Sure. It's the moment that I quit the boy Scouts. Smart, smart move. Oh, so it was like a divine uh, intervention to keep you from more molestation. Well, they found him. I mean, I can't imagine there being more than what I endured, (laughs) but nonetheless, uh, 
They found him and his head had been chopped off. Okay. And, All right. And do you know, right. jo- you know, John Walsh, he was the, the vo- you would definitely know his voice and you'd probably know his face. He was America's most wanted. He was the, Oh, I definitely know him. Good, yeah, of course. good looking older man. Of course. Uh, you know, salt and pepper hair. Really rocked that hair. It was rocked beautiful. the hair, rocked the voice. Mm-hmm. And he got there for a devastating situation where he lost his son. Oh, it was it, his son. It was at, his son, John uh, Walsh and Adam Walsh. And he became the face before it just like all of a sudden spread like wildfire. All of a sudden, Adam Walsh isn't like a crazy story. It's like something that happens all the time. Mm-hmm. We've come to recognize. Well, and something that has happened all the time. And now we're just finally acknowledging it. You know? Exactly right. Because back in the day, before technology and all this stuff, they would just ignore, like, no, 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 no. This it, isn't a serial killer. This is just seven decapitations that happened within a mile of each other. It's random. Maybe something funny happened and they <laughs> laughed their heads off. Damn it, Johnson, that's brilliant. (laughs) If they would just shut this internet off, we wouldn't have to hear about it anymore. But so basically what happens is if you say code Adam, now keep in mind, this happened if memory serves in 1981. So this man is- (laughs) So this is before you're even born. This was the year before I was born. I I told you this story on the show before. I thought that I remember as a kid this happening. It happened a year before Mm. I was born. But Mm. But, you know, it's still- the story was, it was at the Hollywood Mall. So this guy is pulling out a code word from 1983, okay? And he's shocked when the 17-year-old pimple-faced popcorn kid didn't recognize. Here's what happened. His sister went to the bathroom, okay? Mm. His grown sister, his literally full-grown woman sister went to the bathroom. While they're sitting at the bar. No, 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 at the movie theater. Okay, gotcha. She goes to the bathroom, and here's here's my thought. She much like me, doesn't want to be around this person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is now sitting on the toilet, mm. scrolling through Instagram. Not in the bathroom for bathroom purposes in any way. In any way other than to just shelter me from you. Yes, it has become her fallout bunker. Correct. Ah, good and, for you. And she is on her emotional support Instagram. Unlimited supply of water, anywhere to go to the bathroom. Smart, that's smart. E- that's exactly right. Vending machines not far out of reach. So this guy just creates such a problem by yelling code Adam at the popcorn maker that they call the police. I mean, when somebody starts saying things to you that are, that don't make any sense, they're just stringing words together. And on top of it, they are now shouting said words at you. I would call the police too. There is a crazy, possibly violent person in front of me. Well, I'm sure that he's (laughs) describing what, I'm I'm sure he's not like, Code Adam, Code Adam, Code Adam, (laughs) sir, Code Adam. Why is nobody moving? Code Adam. (laughs) No, they're saying, he's saying like, hey, I'm saying Code Adam. I need you to push the button back there that drops the steel curtain so nobody can. He was shocked that they were still allowing people in and out because he said Code Adam. This is real. This is the person that I'm dealing with. That is not how the world works. So they called the police. And, Sir. And the police code Adam him. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Code, get the fuck out of here. You're one step away from yelling fire on a, on a full plane right. and knock that shit off, dude. So what did they just tell him to get the hell out? Go away. Yeah. Go away. Oh, good. For, yes. Good for you. you. We don't give police officers enough credit when they do their job. Good for you, police it's, officers. It's one of those occupations where you only hear about it when something's gone wrong. It's a thankless job. To the people who did this and saved Dr. Strange too for all of those <laughs> other people. It, and that's honestly like my other thought is that this guy probably brought his sister to a movie that she don't give a fuck about. Yeah. Like, and again, now I'm just projecting, you know what I mean? But right, at the very least, she's like, oh man, hopefully he'll be quiet in the movie. Hopefully. And the answer is no. A big no. 
So they come back at 1057. That's how we end up in the place that we're at. They had just been asked to leave by police. Sure. I'm going to need a drink after that, too. And we're inching our way towards that same situation where I'm at. Sure. So you can tell that she's frustrated and she's like, dude, you acted totally. She is acting like a regular human person. Yeah. Okay. She's embarrassed for being there. She's She's a hostage. She's not saying anything. Yeah. She did that thumb in her fist thing where (laughs) whenever I go out with Nicole, she does that. I'm like, you're really going to get me in serious trouble. (laughs) One day somebody's going to notice that you're the girl that's been missing for 13 years. I will throw you out of this windowless (laughs) van, you creep. So, so she is a regular human person and she's like, you created such a big problem there for no reason. I say to him, that seems like you're really rushed the situation. Yeah. Yeah. Perhaps there could have been other avenues exploited before you went to code Adam. How about, Hey, can you check the bathroom for my sister? See if, you know, even, Hey, check the back room. Maybe she's lost before you go to call the cops. Sure. Go, you know, just kind of go sweep around, snoop around the area as they say. (laughs) So this all happens again, even after this little code Adam conversation, I'm still red hot. I talked to you for a minute, but dude, drink a drink. Get the hell out of here, okay? Mm. I'm cleaning angrily. Don't you see me scrubbing, uh, you know, until the copper comes off? Our history is already tenuous at best. Our relationship- Oh, it's snapped. It is is frazzled and it is frayed. I'm going to need you to leave. I'm embarrassed to say this, and and I am thinking this as you're saying it. No, because this isn't a, a good sign for me. My- guess is that if I were to, let's say that everything just played out like what we're describing, he paid his bill and he left right then. The next time I saw him, I probably would not be nice to this guy. You said our relationship is tenuous and I shouldn't be that way. I shouldn't be such a dick. Like, you know, people make mistakes and whatever. At that point, this would probably carry through to our relationship for forever. Yeah. And I don't think that up to a certain point, I don't think that that's a problem. If you meet somebody and they're just a dick, I'm not going to go out of my way to be rude to you, but I'm also going to treat you as if you acted like a dick. I'm not going to talk to you. I'm going to ignore you. Sure. You know? So I think up to a certain point, as I said, the behavior is totally understandable and, uh, and rational. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, if you, if you say fuck you directly to his face when he comes in a second time, first of all, bye-bye job. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be all right. And second of all, that is low class and that's what you want to avoid. Well, and I, and I just, my, my point is, is that I just take things so personally. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I, I take things so to heart when it's just not necessary and it makes life worse for me. And that's really what I care about. Very true. But that acknowledgement right there is growth. Yeah. Well. Work on it harder. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> as hard as I get. Tyler. Speed it up. So <laughs> here's what happens. Okay. So. Tiffany, that don't mention her name, goes to the back. I also go to the back because there's plenty of in and out when you're cleaning up a bar. Mm-hmm. And you just had to escape. I Well, I, I just did not want to be around Adam anymore. So <laughs> I come back and not only are the seats empty, but the two glasses are gone. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Table one is still sitting there, the two of them. And again, I'm really angry already. So I stick my head in the back. I see Tiffany. I go, hey, Tiff. Did you cash out 905? And she's like, no, I didn't. So here's the thing. And I don't know if you've never, listener, if you've never worked at a bar, if you've never worked at a restaurant, I believe not only is it not recommended, but is it illegal to chase someone out? It's not illegal, but it is against almost every- Restaurant policy. Almost every corporation policy. Because even at Best Buy, they tell their employees, dude, if somebody's running out the door- don't try to stop them. Call the cops. They could have a knife on yep. them. Don't put your life at risk yep. over uh, stuff. Yep. 
And I have been walked out on plenty of times. Mm -hmm. As a matter of fact, can I very quickly, can I just interject my best walked out story? Please. This is when I'm first working at a bar. And the first time that I worked at a bar, because of movies, because of TV shows, there's something about bartending that they really romance it, right? There's like... I don't know what that is all the way back to, uh, you know, the bartender on the love boat. I believe his name was Isaac. There's something about being a bartender that people think it's like this crazy. Oh, I always wanted to be a bartender. You don't hear people say that about being a server. No, of course not, because there isn't as much flair when you're behind the bottle. You get romance. You are the center of attention. And then they always play that scene where people are flipping the bottles and stuff. And it always looks like some kind of circus back. Sure. It's cocktail, but you're all out of tail. (laughs) <laughs> it's okay. What bar and how do I sign up? There's I, extra parking in the rear, Tyler. And the thing is, it is a circus back there behind the bar, just not the fun kind. It's the animal abuse kind. Yeah. So you're sweeping up elephant shit. Yeah. So I've been walked. Oh, so to finish my story, please. I take care of this guy. I'm working at a Chili's bar, mm. and this guy orders three Grey Goose martinis, which is. The top of the line at Chili's. I mean, that is, you're drinking from the Golden Goblet Mm -hmm. if you're drinking Grey Goose. Hold on, sir. Let me please wipe these cobwebs off the bottle. Hold on a second. I need to get my manager to turn her key at the same time as me. So this guy has three martinis, and then he says, hey, listen, I have to go get my charger out of the car. Do me a favor. My friends are on their way here. I would like to order a nachos, a chicken wing, and some third appetizer, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to be right back. So I go ahead and I put that in. We have a rapport. We're having a good time. The appetizers come out and this guy doesn't come back. And this guy doesn't come back. Mm -hmm. And this guy doesn't come back. And everybody's like, hey, do you want me to, let's get this food out of the way so people can sit here. And I'm like, no, he's coming back. (laughs) No, I mean, it was the most miserable. And he could have just left with the three martinis. Yeah, yeah. He put food that died on top of it and i hate that guy and also i slightly respect him yeah and you don't know what happened he could have gone outside and gotten a call right then and there that something happened to his son i hope so you're not gonna feel good about that something good so maybe you got a promotion at work you're not gonna feel good about (laughs) that dad come home quick i'm a ceo Also, I've been hit by a car. Come home quick. I'm a CEO. <laughs> yeah. He just became CEO and he still lives with his parents. <laughs> hey. It's rich- hard out here for a pimp, Austin. <laughs> rich people don't get rich by spending money, Tyler. <laughs> That's, so That's why you're not a CEO. <laughs> or rich. Yeah. <laughs> or a pimp. <laughs> or anything. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Tyler, what, what do I do? Tyler, you're something. <laughs> what it is, we don't know, but you are something. All I have is this microphone. Yeah. I, by the way, I'm going to need that <laughs> microphone back. So- Going back to the original bad story, I've been walked out on a bunch of times. It's part of the gig. You it's know? a cost, cost of doing business. And, and a lot of times, not even people being rude to you. Sometimes people get so drunk, they just totally forget that they haven't paid their bill. I've done that before. I've done that. <laughs> you wake up in the morning, you're like, did I pay my fucking bill? I've done that before. How did I get here? Where am I? I actually went back to the same bar the next night, forgetting that I didn't pay. And the bartender was like, oh, there you are. And just dropped my bill right in front. No, it was cool. Yeah. I paid my bill and it was cool. Although that was all my tips from that night. So I wow. Wound up. Uh, wow, it, it didn't work out well. Boy, but. This is uh, my name is Tyler, and I'm an alcoholic. That was years ago. Uh, okay, years my name is Tyler, and I used to be an alcoholic. Yes, but I'm catching back up. So, without think, so again, you just let people go. You can't take that personally. Mm-hmm. I took this personally. Uh, I feel like Michael Jordan, and I took that personally. <laughs> so I, without even thinking, was out in the parking lot. 
Like uh, a what, spider monkey. No, I, no, faster than a spider monkey. A spider monkey riding a cheetah, Tyler. And we get outside. Now, the thing is, the doors are already locked. I run out there without even thinking, mm-hmm. how am I going to get back in? Now I could just be locked outside with this person. What's a what's a cage match, but the opposite of that? They lock the cage and now you're outside? A, f- a free roam match? <laughs> That's just people. That's just people fighting. That's people outside. So we're outside. I go, hey! Like, this guy is well down the street, and he's dr- he's drinking his fucking drink. He's got my fucking cup. Uh, what? Hey, it's not your cup. It's my cup now. That is my cup now. So he's walking, and you can see. I go, hey, you know, I I am I can feel it right now as we're talking about it. Hey. You don't say. Hey, get back here. Come here. You know what I mean? And his sister immediately hangs her head. I I, I feel terrible for this woman. Mm-hmm. She hangs her head. Well, it was her decision to be out with this guy It's anyway. her decision to be his sister. <laughs> she did that. I, I can't agree with that. Yeah, she, I would have killed myself somewhere <laughs> along these 25 years. So she immediately is like, go back and pay your bill. Suicide is never the answer, by the way, folks. Unless you're that girl. So I, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm winking at the microphone. No, so, I don't want to uh, look at you. Look at me, Tyler. Look at I don't want to look at you. The microphone doesn't react. <laughs> so she... Goes, go back there and pay the bill. Go back there. And he's like, ah, you know, uh, now immediately defensive. You not only tried to do something ridiculous, you got caught. The person called you out and the person who called you out is unhinged. I look like I would catch. I I would have. Who knows what I would have done? But there's a very good chance that I would have ran after this person and grabbed him. I was. Uh, That's how upset I was. Sure, sure. Yeah, and you don't see very... Well, I guess I can't say that. I was going to say, you don't see very often bartenders run after their their charges that are the literal charges that have been walked out on. Hey, this but is I probably would, like a, an $18 bill. But it, I would imagine that happens more often than not, actually. I've never done it. I, well, now you have. Now I have. <laughs> and I would have grabbed this guy and picked him up by the scruff of his neck mm-hmm. and carried him back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Good bartending right as there. As he... <laughs> one for you, one for me. So... As this guy, uh, he walks back. He's immediately defensive. And you could tell he don't want any of these problems. Like, he's not saying, fuck you. I'm not coming back there. He hangs his head and he is, you know, telling me all of these things. He's like, dude, you don't understand. Uh, I'll leave you 20 bucks. I'll leave you 20 bucks. And this is my response. to No, him. give me the money to your bill. Dude. Immediately. <laughs> I say, dude, you are a... Uh, no, excuse me. This is what I said. I said, dude, you fucked me over twice, bro. Mm. You fucked me over twice. You come mm. in at 1057 and then you take off on your tab. You are a terrible bartender. If you are a bartender, you suck. That's fair. Get your ass in there and pay your bill. <laughs> and now, well, now, now, now he is a child that has just been reprimanded. His shoulders have somehow come up over yeah, his head. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like when somebody wants With your to, hand in your pockets. When somebody wants to hide their head from yes. the paparazzi, they put a trench coat over their sure. head. He is now somehow done that with his shoulders he's not wearing he's not wearing a shirt i don't know how i did it um but basically your body language is showing what's going on inside of you and he is like like a dog who pooped in the house you could tell that he's remorseful probably not for what he did but now he looks like a bitch you know having to walk all the way back and whatever well andrew about to rub his face and said poop that's exactly right because you're gonna pay this bill Mm. and all of the the staff that I yelled about as I was running out, all followed me out. Yes. So now, now it's a swarm of black shirts. And they wanted to stop me because I looked crazed. Black shirts. I shirts. said shirts. We wear black shirts. So as he's coming back, he's just shouting out, you know, and now to go societal very quickly, because I'm sure there's running long. 
we are now in this place as a society, which I see. Uh, forgive me for being so. I, I'm drinking this coffee. I'm just all sorts of off. My son, I see it with him when we play basketball, when he misses a shot. By the way, you're going to miss a lot of shots when playing basketball. Mm-hmm. He needs to give me the reason for why he missed the shot. Ah, yes. If I'm working with somebody, I'm like, hey, don't do that, blah, blah, blah. They have to give me the reason on why. Oh, no, I didn't mean to be wrong. Nobody can just be wrong anymore. Mm-hmm. The idea of being wrong about the smallest little thing is causes you to get into a huge Twitter fight or, you know, people can't deal with the embarrassment of being wrong about the most trivial of things. And by the way, that's all of life. You're going to get a thousand things wrong today, made up stat. And it's just be okay with it. You said that, that people can't be wrong about things anymore. Is that something that's new is defensiveness and not wanting to be wrong. A new millennial kind of thing. It, I think we run into this a lot where I just assign it to like the internet did it. I don't know how things were in the I'm 1950s. sure the internet has made it worse. That's the thing. I think that having some sort of, what, what's the word where you take responsibility for things going wrong? It feels to me like it's dipped off and now has reached such a weaponized place that even, like I said, the most trivial of things, you're, you'll fight about it. You can't be wrong about mm-hmm. anything. And if you're somebody who admits to being wrong and takes it on the chin, you stand out. Mm-hmm. I think that's where my personality changed is recognizing like, hey, I fucked that up. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah, one of the few absolutes in life is 100% of the things that happen in our life are our responsibility. Responsibility. Nobody else. Not fault, but responsibility. Yeah, fault and responsibility are not the same thing. Yeah. The responsibility in our stars. It's a literary joke, Tyler. Fault in our stars, yeah. I yep. got it. No, I, no, no, it, it wasn't very good. It's my grand reveal, <laughs> Tyler, I have cancer. <laughs> Oh, damn, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ball cancer. Oh, good. How's that going? <laughs> good. Luckily, I was born with three, so I could lose one and oh, I'll be just Oh, good fine. for you. You're back to normal. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> let's not get carried away. So to make a long, let's let's put, let's punctuate I was going to say, this is, run, this is half the length of a regular episode oh, God, already. Let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> so as this guy is walking up, he's shouting things at me like, I'll leave you $20. I'll leave you $25. You don't understand. I'm having a tough day. And I said, I don't need your money. I don't want your money. You're a you're a terrible bartender. Get in here, sign your bill, and get the hell out of here. Mm-hmm. So as we're about to enter the door, he looks me, we're now shoulder to shoulder. He looks me dead in my eyes and he says, you don't understand. You don't understand what, what's going on. I said, dude, I don't care. He looks me square in my eyes and here's the trigger warning, but I promise you this is not me being shocking. This really happened. He said, dude, you don't understand. My sister, who is, I don't know, about 30 yards behind us because she doesn't want to be part of this mess, and I Mm -hmm, totally get it. mm -hmm. She can't hear us. He he goes, you don't understand. My sister was raped yesterday. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister Mm. was raped yesterday. Now, my eyes probably, you know, for lack of a better cliche, went to the size of dinner plates, and I'm like, what did you just say? (laughs) Like, like now, now there's only, there's only two options here. Okay. Two things. One, his sister was raped yesterday. Mm. Hopefully that's not the case. Sure. Okay. Because that's terrible. The the sister, if I can be totally honest, seemed very lovely throughout all of this. She wasn't yelling. She wasn't screaming. She wasn't backing him up. She just quietly just didn't want any part of it. No problem with the sister. 
I, honestly, she probably could have given him better advice as this night progressed, but he didn't seem like a man who took advice very well. Yeah, you can't control people no matter how nice or kind or pleasant or understanding you uh, you, are. you know what you can do? Let's stay home. Let's make it a blockbuster night. Let's not bring you around the masses, bro. But it could have been community service. It could have been like, you know what? This is my charity to society once a year. I'll hang out with those guys. That's where her that's where her her problem was. She Giving should, back to society. Shouldn't have done that. Gotcha. So either it didn't happen, which would be good for her. Terrible for him if you just made that up, or two, it did happen, mm -hmm. which would be terrible for her. And, and still terrible for him. Maybe more terrible. Maybe yeah. more terrible that, that you would use that as a response to your terrible behavior. So my eyes were, I mean, almost burst out of the sockets. And I said to him, what did you just say to me? And he's like, my sister, my sister was raped yesterday. I said, bro. You are a terrible bartender. You are a terrible brother. Do not say another word. We're going to go in this building. Do not say another word to me until you sign that and get the hell out of there. So we walk inside. He's still going on and on. And I'm literally going, hey, shh, shh. I'm literally shushing him like a baby, mm -hmm. like a little baby. And he be he was quiet. And, and maybe I shouldn't have done this, but the sister comes in later and he's still trying to talk and whatever. I said, you tell your sister right now what you just said. And he thought about it for a minute and he was kind of in between a rock and a hard place. And he said it. He told her. Wow. She turned on her heels. Go ahead. You want to do that again? Wow. She turned on her heels and walked right out. Of course she did. How humiliating must that be? I don't know if that makes it more real, less real, whatever the deal is. Well, hopefully she realized in that moment that I don't need this shit. No, I, I don't care for blood or whatever. I don't need you in my life. You're too much of a negative impact on me and you're weighing me down. And you're just wreaking havoc and we're, we're just living a regular human life. Yeah. And you are wreaking, you're, you're sowing chaos in every establishment we touch. And so to make a long story slightly less long, because it's pretty long, he left us that 20 bucks. We cashed it. Of course he did. And I, I, I mean, that was like, honestly, like war pay. Like I deserved that 20 I was going to say, it was basically, you're paying me directly to have to deal. I don't think of taking pay from people as a bartender as having to deal with them only in certain instances. Is this tip right here is literally having to put up with your fucking... Asshole of an ass. Literally. Literally. Your asshole of an ass. That's right. And so really, at the very end, all I really had to worry about was table one because he watched me pretty unhinged. Like, I was ready to go. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and it was him and his girl, and I apologized to them, and I said, guys, I am so sorry. That that one got away from me. And he's like, no problem, no problem. They Where you could really tell whether somebody was upset or not is in their tip. And they tipped us very nice, and on the way out, the guy gave me one of these. Respect. Ah, he, I don't think anybody's ever done that to wow, me before. Wow, he gave him the the pat on the on the on the chest with the fist. Yes, pretty the, good. Well, the fist was afterwards. We met up at a bar, but uh, that's a fisting. Joke. <laughs> Just in case anybody's I, interested, I think I hit it well and nailed it. Uh, and so that is basically the story of the time that I raped my sister, or whatever. You know what I mean? No, I don't think I said that right. No, the story of the time that the guy. Claim that his sister was raped to get out of a bill tap. And that's what already title, Tyler, that, but I think we're going to get That's it. what I was thinking is the fact that I, I, I will admit, as a teenager and into my 20s, I use some pretty terrible excuses to get out of work. I have killed grandparents uh, multiple times. Sorry, Oella. Multiple times. 
but my sister was yeah. raped. I feel like that crosses a line. Sure. Yeah. I think that you're probably yeah. in the majority on that. Especially when you're with your sister. Yeah. You can't be dropping that when the person yeah. who can refute that is yeah. right there. Not her, the other sister. I mean, it's all messed up, man. It's all messed up. So it upsets me. And 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 I think here is the final point. It's okay to just be wrong. It's not okay to run out on your tab. Don't do that. You're a dick. But it's okay to just be wrong. It's okay to take responsibility and just say, "Hey, I, uh, I, 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 I botched that." But that whole situation upsets me. It's in to, exactly to what you're saying is like, ah, man. And this, and the thing is, I'm saying this from my perspective now as an adult. Mm-hmm. I think about who I was back in the day when I was like a teenager and you remember how defensive and how sure. not wrong I could be. And now I see it from the other side and it's like, man, it's just, it's so much better on the side of just acknowledging it in the moment, you know? Oh, it's a superpower. And if you come at things, I have changed my nomenclature in terms of anything that I tell you. I, I, I mean, unless there's a blind spot here, anything that I tell you, I say, and I could be wrong about this. It is a superpower that I recognize that I could be making a mistake here and that's okay. And what's crazy and unfortunate is that will set you apart from made up stat 99% of the rest of the population. That is a made up stat. I could, hey, I could be wrong about this. If you adopt those words, if you adopt that creed, it'll change your life. Yeah, I think the first part about going how to go about it is asking yourself, why do I feel so uh, shameful, I guess? Why do I feel such tension when I get the smallest thing wrong? Because for so many of us, that's perfectionism. Well, I I think that most people, just to wrap this whole thing up, most people don't think of it that way. It's not that I need to get everything right. I'm just right about this. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, it's, look, I'm not being defensive. I'm just telling you I'm right. Look it up. Yeah. And it's like- I don't care what the facts tell me. Right. I'm right. So investigate yourself. Uh, Don't use your sister's rape as a way to get out of a $20 bill. I think we can all agree on that. I think that we can, as a society, all agree that that is not the right way to use your sister's rape, Tyler. I don't think the words use your sister's rape ever belong together in that order Ever again. I agree. And I am ashamed to say, and of course, anybody who's been through anything like that, that's a terrible thing. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah but yeah. for the rest of the night. Pay the teachers. The little, <laughs> the, the, the littlest thing that had gone wrong for the rest of that bar shift, it was all for one reason, Tyler. So every single thing that happened to go wrong after that. It was because. Because of him. No, because my sister was raped. Ah! Who didn't put the labels on these oh. storm bars? Well, I mean, I. My sister was, you know, gallows. And it just, gallows humor. And it just flowed like that in the restaurant because, man. No, no, it was only between me and the other bartender. And we did it, and we did it very carefully. Not making fun of people who have been through that. It was just a wacky experience. That's how you deal with your trauma. Gotcha. That's how we deal with our stuff here on those guys. I was going to say, that's how you deal with your trauma. That's how we mini (laughs) sesh, Tyler. Great job out of you. Well, that's how we lengthy sesh. Sorry about that, guys. We are those guys you hate. Be kind or we'll kill you.
Red Circle. Red old little old spherical circle. It's the red old circle, Tyler. This is how you're warm, warming up? Red Circle. How are you, buddy? What's going on? I'm good, buddy. How you doing? DJ Khaled, huh? Yeah. Wacky. Yeah. He's wacky. Is he wacky or just very look at me? Does he have Down syndrome? Whoa. <laughs> just, it's quite the claim, I dude. Just, Why would you go there? I'm so sorry. I don't I, think so. His eyes are very close together. Well, that's just how his mama made him. Well, she needs to. We don't make fun. We don't make fun of touch eyes. I'm not. Is that what they're called? Touch eyes? <laughs> No, that's a joke from some movie. <laughs> Slowly turning into a Cyclops, Tyler. How are you? You're looking at your phone. What's up? What's oh, going if, on? if that's how we're starting the show, I'm looking for notes. Anything? You got uh, anything? Talk to me. I I have something, but it'll cause us a controversy. <laughs> More than me saying that DJ Khaled looks like he has Down syndrome. I wrote, you know, Daniel Tosh had that famous joke about everybody should have to spend a year working in the restaurant industry. After my, just so you get the idea of what it's like. So you realize you're not, a, not to be a dick. My, uh, my take after going to that amateur comedy show is everybody has to sit through at least one show where the guy is just bombing. That will change you as a human being. Not for the, not for the good though. I don't know. It's, it's trial by fire. You know, you, you strengthen through the, uh, Kegels the, well, through the discomfort, wherever you hold your discomfort. If yeah. yours is your Kegels, more power to you, buddy. I don't want to do that. I'd rather just stay as bad as I already am. That sounds terrible. I've got one. I have okay. a friend that when I went to a party, in the middle of it, she discovered that the toothpick she picked up to eat the hors d'oeuvres with, it was a used toothpick. She picked it up out of the used toothpick pile. How? What? Because <laughs> there was no plate to put the used toothpicks, uh, so people were just putting them right there on the table. On uh, Too late did she discover she had picked up a pre-used toothpick and you know this person is she dead <laughs> we're still waiting to get the toothpick to get the results back is the prognosis devastating i just i just stared at her and say this person uh, it's it's uh the the person who did our very first time of the month on this show uh, good old jojo die, jojo <laughs> i hope you're i hope you mend speedily you know i can't make too much fun because I've done that, not with a toothpick, uh, but with an edamame. I've picked up an edamame shell and got after it uh, and recognized somebody's been here already. Was it your edamame shell? Uh, well, I don't know. It's we don't. They were mixed in together. Yeah, we don't tag them and bag them before we put them back out into the wild. It was like a snake orgy, basically. That's exactly it was just right. a pit of tangled I just was mess rolling around in my shell, mm. much like the ghost. What a uh, what? Because I've been in the situation with you where we've. Uh, been at a uh, a counter countertop and you put your hand in an unknown liquid that was almost positive i'm almost positive was water and you had a meltdown right there as we're working like the wicked witch of the west <laughs> what was your reaction when you realized you had put somebody else's edamame shell in your mouth uh, i just went with it I just went with really? it. Yeah, yeah. Was it, it full blown panic? You're not supposed <laughs> to eat that part. I'm like, this is how I do it. This is what I do. 
This is me now. Uh, I don't. I but just, the germ aspect of just it. Just shame. Yeah. Just, just general shame. Did there's anybody that, notice that you'd done it? There's not much. I, I don't recall specifically. I just, I think <laughs> your I, brain blocks. I blocked out. most of this out. You know, it's funny because sometimes you'll do crazy things in the moment because you don't want to be embarrassed. You know what I mean? Oh, adrenaline you, is a hell of a drug. You slip and fall and you bounce right back up and you're like, I'm good. But <laughs> your, your bone is sticking out of your back. You've shattered your tailbone. Right. You find out six minutes later, you are not good. You're in serious trouble. But boy, did I look cool as I did yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did that guy electric slide to the emergency room? That was incredible. <laughs> right into the electric fence. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember hearing, oh man, I can't even recall exactly what it was, but one of these, I think it was a TV show or something about a kid who had some form of bacteria and they couldn't figure out uh, what was wrong with him. They mm -hmm. didn't know how it happened. And at the very end of the show, they said he was at a, a, boy's, a Boy Scout uh, you know, a trip. They all went on a camp out, which I hope they've abolished that evil cult. Yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. I mean, it's, yeah. you know, drive through pee pee touch. <laughs> <laughs> if you got somewhere to be later on, you know? So this kid. Drive through pee pee touching yeah. is not something that I should find so funny, but yeah. damn, is it hilarious. You know what? It's like the dating apps where it's like, let's just have lunch because I don't have time for all this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I'll take a number five. Yeah, all right, look. No, no, an actual five. <laughs> okay. No. <laughs> I was thinking of the joke too, but you actually said what that. What are you, 12? Get out of here. You disgust me. The quiet part out loud. So, this is clearly expired. <laughs> are you shaving? Okay. Go oh, away. Okay. So uh, so this kid, at the very end, they they uh, the grand reveal is that he took a piece of meat from the fire where they were cooking it and just popped it in his mouth, you know, as a, as a youthful, you know, kid will do without knowing much about much. He recognized in his mouth mm -hmm. that something was wrong here. Sure. Like, I, I don't think that this is ready for me to eat. The, well, co the consistency was off and the lizard brain kicked in and said, this should not be in your mouth. Yeah, right and he's now. like, why is there a lizard brain in here? <laughs> And uh, and he was like, I didn't want to look foolish. So I just ate it. No, anyway. uh, but you know what? I totally get where that kid's coming from. A foreign substance in your mouth? I don't know, man. Listen, you got to make your money somehow. There is a certain... Okay. I'm going to keep hitting this joke Please, until yeah, no, the cops come home. You're killing it. Yeah, uh, literally. Uh, the low-hanging fruit are rotten, by the way. I, I think that at that point, it's we talk about it uh, quite often, which is what is the breaking point between social norms and remaining kind and respectful sure. and this situation has gotten so out of control i need to break all, i don't care about breaking all of that i've never hit that point yet. <laughs> i don't know i'm not but sure you're, but you're in a prison of your own making let's talk to somebody who's free it's so small <laughs> like, it's so there's no headroom there's no room for furniture in here at all i can't do activities in here <laughs> this is i'm just gonna hold my knees against my chest and rock damn it oh there's no room to rock. Oh, I want to rock. <laughs> oh, this is what that guy was crying yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He ate the meat. So I, I, I do understand. I have felt some of those feelings in my feel spot. Well, everybody can relate to that. But what, what is your breaking point? There's, if your life is in danger, you're going to break well, the, the social norms. He didn't know that he his life was in danger. If you have a foreign substance in your mouth, no, right was, out it, of a fire. It was a piece of meat. It was a piece oh, of meat. Oh, it was actually a piece it of meat. It just wasn't cooked through enough. And I thought you were saying he grabbed something like No, else. yeah, he grabbed a rock. He I, just hit a rock. Well, I didn't know. Um, No, it was a piece of meat. It just wasn't cooked through and it gave him some sort of bacteria. And I don't, mm. I must have seen this when I was 
a kid. I don't know why I remember it so much. It stuck with me. His mom gave him, uh, you know, they were rushing to the hospital, mm-hmm. but they're from, they're going from the wilderness. His mom gave him, what is it? A modium AD or whatever that stops you from pooping. Because okay. he couldn't stop pooping. Ah, okay. And they didn't want him pooping all over the car. And the doctor said that could have killed him. Like that was his body trying to get yep. rid of it. If yep. your body wants to poop, let it poop. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The risk, that's true. We should mark that down in the rule book. Sure. Uh, yeah. It's anytime you fight a natural bodily function, like tears, like anytime you fight crying, that's very unhealthy. Did you say for fight it. crime? Fight crying oh, okay yeah I was while fighting say, crime i was no. gonna say that was a jump go ahead and ball your eyes out while you're beating the shit out of that criminal yeah he deserves it call call him dad it's cathartic <laughs> no need to feel bad yeah <laughs> wait a minute it's actually dad our dad's a cat very well how about that <laughs> sure let's do the show please <laughs>